0: TTM Cast one-on-one with Jeff Baker. Every Wednesday, we'll bring one-on-one interviews with hobby professionals, former athletes, authors, and collectors. Sponsored by Certified Sports Guarantee. Go to csgcards.com for sports card grading for the win. And by sportscollectorsdaily.com. If it happens in the hobby, you'll find it on sportscollectorsdaily.com. And sponsored by Gemrate.com. The latest grading statistic from the four major grading companies is just a click away. Visit Gemrate.com, it's free. Sponsored by Collects, the free app for scanning and valuing your cards. Use the app to build your collection and buy and sell with other collectors. Turn the hobby into your side hustle. And now, here's our host, Jeff Baker. Hello, everybody,
1: and welcome to TTM Cast. TTM Cast is that it? Well, our show, Drew. TTM Cast, right? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> something like that. That's the name of the show. We've only we've only been doing it for five years. Well, it's TTM Cast One on One. It is Wednesday, November first. Hopefully, everyone had a great Halloween. Got you all your great trick or treat candy. Got some Milk Duds. Got some Kit Kats. Got some Reese's. Um, it's the uh, we're all raring to go today. Drew is back. Welcome back, Drew.
2: Hey, good to be back once again. Had a had a nice week off, even though my original plans didn't quite go off as I hoped they would. It was still good to good to get a little bit of a break.
1: Well, my name is Jeff Baker. I'm talking to you from Boston, Massachusetts. My friend and co-host, his, his name is Drew pelto He is in Arlington, Texas. He had all week last week off. He's back. Did you miss me?
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm I've, I've sitting there on like. Tuesday night, thinking, all right, I got to go on the show. Oh, wait, no, I don't. And then it's like Saturday, it's like I've, I've suddenly got open time now. now I know you got to sleep week. in. Yeah, I did. Well, I still end up waking up exactly the normal times I usually do. So it's like, oh, well, that that worked out really nicely.
1: Well, first, we want to thank Dave Snyder for sitting in on last Wednesday and Clemente sat in on Saturday. I hope you had a chance to listen to them. They did a great job, but you were missed, my friend. Cool. I haven't had a
2: chance to listen to those yet, but I'll definitely uh, be going back on those. This week.
1: Yeah, they they both did a great job. Dave had fun, I know, and I know Clemente had a ball as well. But we are back for our regular shows. We will have a show on. Uh, we're doing our show today on Wednesday. We have our regular show on Saturday. Uh, Drew, you've been watching the World Series. I, I feel so bad for you because you're the Rangers got in, and you you got to put up with more on the, more or Texas Ranger games.
2: Yeah, I'm. I mean, it's it's funny. I mean, all these people who didn't give a rap about this team back in may and june suddenly like oh yeah you know rangers fan for life like shut up no you're not you didn't give a damn about them for the entire season so yeah unfortunately texas pulled those i mean you see them during dallas star season too, right when teams are going to playoffs, so everybody loves the stars you'll never hear a word from them about the star season in october november so uh yeah that's that's a lot of fun to deal with so uh i mean hey congratulations to all like uh, 78 of the rangers real fans out there on uh, seeing the
1: team get there I'm, yeah, there you go. Has um is tickets been pretty easy to come by or you're not quite sure, not sure. Uh last I heard standing room only was
2: five hundred dollars, so I'm not even touching it. Wow. it. People here are freaking idiots. So
1: yeah. <laughs> Well, that's Dallas for you, right? Dallas is a front runner. Uh, Absolutely.
2: And, yeah, down, and right? I mean what's gonna make it even worse too is if the Rangers win, I guarantee you the victory parade is gonna be through Dallas. And I'm gonna look at Arlington at all. Guarantee.
1: Did, um Do you think Garcia getting hurt and um, Scherzer getting hurt is going to affect them? I mean, they only need to win two more games. Do you think it it's a it's, uh, fade complete that they're going to win this thing? I wouldn't say that. I
2: mean, it's going to be tough. I mean, that's one of their biggest bats right there. Scherzer is not that big of a loss because, I mean, he was not that big of a contributor during the playoff run until his arm finally healed up last round. And now, well, that's gone kaput again. So I wouldn't worry too much about him. They got their, you know, three innings or whatever out of him. Garcia is going to be a big loss. though. So, I mean, he has been the clutch hitter for them all year. I mean, the dude was among the league leaders in RBIs, if not the league leader. Granted, a lot of that was the fact that he was in a position to get a lot of chances because he also led the league in runners left on base as well. So there's that. But I think that that's going to be the bigger loss than sure, sure is.
1: Well, I, you know what? I jumped on the bandwagon, Drew. I picked up a, a, a Garcia rookie card. I did not have one. I picked off uh, eBay the other day. So uh, I I guess I guess, uh, uh, I'm uh, following the crowd so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I I figured I might as well get one. It was it was pretty cheap.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's weird that his are still very affordable right now, but I mean, obviously that could change depending on what he's what he does the rest of his World Series. If he's out for the whole thing, if he comes back, what happens there?
1: Have you picked up any uh, collectibles, any collection collecting stuff this past week while you were away? Yeah, I made a couple of uh,
2: purchases. I'm still waiting on on a couple of them to get here. One of them was uh let's see, I can pull it up right here actually. It was another autograph for the 2021 Heritage set. It's actually a guy who's playing in the World Series right now, Miguel Castro. Oh, nice. Picture for the Diamondbacks, but I got a card signed by him on for that set. Not on eBay for, I think it was like 5 bucks and then like 63 cents shipping. So it's like I got it for 6 bucks or so. Like got another one I'm waiting to still uh wait for the auction to end on right now. Um I also picked up Dan Beerdorf's rookie card that should be coming. At, I think it just went in the mail, so it should be here in a couple days. What year is that, Drew? What year is that? I want to say 73, if I remember right. 73 tops. Okay. So, But yeah, I grabbed that for fairly cheap. Should be getting here sometime this week. Um, And then also this big box right here. I got a medium rate, flat rate box of full of cards from one of our listeners, Alex Router. He had contacted me through Facebook and said, hey, yeah, I love the – he added me like a couple months ago on it. Contacts me and says, hey, yeah, I love the show there that you do with Jeff. I've got this collection I just bought of random stuff. Do you want some you know, free TTM stuff? He said, my only request that you cover the cost of shipping it. I'm like, um, yeah, I will gladly take whatever you want to give me. So I've got this whole medium rate flat rate box or medium flat rate box here filled with cards. A lot of it is around like the 98, 99 era. So there's a bunch of like 98 tops chrome in there some uh, 98 tops opening day and then just some other just scattered all throughout kind of stuff as far back into a little bit into the 80s, but mostly kind of 90s stuff there. Nice. Yeah. So hopefully I'll find some stuff I can TTM right there. I mean, I just went through and found Rangers alumni since I see them quite a bit. And that's a stack right there of just the Rangers alumni that I was able with. Oh, good. So a lot of rusty greers in there. Uh, Ben Greve, he said ahead of time, he said, dude, there's a lot of Ben Greve in there. So if you have a chance to get him, I'm like, well, he used to do a lot of events here in the Dallas area, so maybe he'll still be around for something at some point. I can knock all those out sometime.
1: Awesome. Don't you love you when you get a box of cards like that and just it's like yeah. great TTM and Fodder.
2: It's really Absolutely. Cool. Yeah, anytime I I mean I will gladly go through like anybody who says, Hey, you want these cards, I will gladly I will take them sight unseen if you're offering them for free or for like the cost of shipping or anything just about. So No, I know. Sure, it's I mean, not, it's all- I, now, now that I've said that, my somebody's gonna offer me like couple thousand cards my wife's gonna kill me for accepting that so
1: <laughs> yeah you don't have any room you got a leaky you got a leaky ceiling you can't you gotta yeah. be, check the cards none of your cards got damage, right
2: no fortunately it was all in the area between the living room and the kitchen so one second
1: guys if you don't know drew drew was off last week and uh he's had some trouble with his apartment complex and i think yeah. that the the gremlins came out and now he has a leak in his in his uh, apartment you guys are on the first floor or the second floor
2: uh, second floor second, second floor. floor yeah and so yeah
1: i mean so i have my problems with uh, them
2: screwing up our lease there recently and uh having to deal with a uh notice to vacate getting posted on our door by mistake which i went down and figured that one out i literally went to the office and i'm not leaving this office until we get this straightened out they got done pretty quick but so because of that, we ended up having to cancel our trip that my wife and I were going to take to Colorado. And it's probably a good thing we did because when it rained here Wednesday night into Thursday morning, uh, my wife walked into the kitchen and the carpet went squish. And carpets are not supposed to go squish. Yeah. Oh no. And we looked up and there's this big crack running right through the ceiling and water dripping in. So we put in a service request order saying, "Yo, yeah, we need this uh, roof, this leak in our ceiling taken care of." And Nothing happened on it. There's supposed to be rain the entire weekend. So I called the office and they, and they acted like they had not even seen this thing yet. It's like, good God, get it together, you guys. So
1: yeah, said, you oh, yeah, need we'll a new management over. team or something.
2: Yeah. Well, this is, the crazy thing is they are now on uh, their third set of managers in that office in the last month right now. They go up to people that quickly on it. So uh, they said, yeah, we'll send somebody by about 930 tomorrow morning. So Thursday, I wait around. Nobody comes at all. I called down to the office at like eleven. They said, "Oh yeah, we'll have somebody come by right before these guys before these guys go on their lunch break." I'm like, "All right, great." Well, that came and went, and nobody came by. So finally, uh, 2, 30 3 o'clock. Once I got done with work, again, I walked down to the office, encountered another new person I'd never seen there before, and I basically said, "You need to fix this right now and get your shit together." Essentially, and fortunately, they did, cause They said, "Well, we can't really do anything while it's still wet and everything. We have to you know let it dry out." I'm like, "Well." It's going to rain more this weekend, so figure it out. you got to do something to get this to stop. Fortunately, they were able to get it dry enough, dry for long enough on Saturday morning, come by, have them fix the flashing up on the roof, which is where the leak was coming in. And then today, they finally got in and patched the cracks on the inside and uh, just have to repaint the rest of it tomorrow, and we should be good, hopefully, until I can get the hell out of here.
1: Very cool. Yeah, we had rain here, too. It was ra- it rained uh, Sun Sunday and Monday here, and... I got in. I got forty, almost forty-five uh, TTM requests out. Oh wow! So I was like, I was cranking. Paula got me a bunch of stamps, and uh, I was like I'm ready to, I'm ready to do some TTM, and it was work. It worked. Out. I got uh, all, for like forty-five um, football, all football. Nice. So we'll see how how that goes. Eighty-six tops and a bunch of Patriots, and shit. it's a lot, a lot of guys that that I've been hadn't sent out for a while. So, um, my, you know, my 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 TTM returns have been slow yeah so um you know i, I go i got i did get randall cunningham yesterday which was i was very happy about, about that true. but my dtm recurrence had been slow all right buddy well glad i they, they're fixing your roof and glad to have you back i think yeah. we got all our housekeeping in order we got batting lead off batting lead off drew batting lead off it is hobby happening
0: let's get the show started leading off we look at hobby happenings
1: Oh, hobby happening! Yay! Well, a couple things from our friends at Collects. Just remember, Collects—they're giving away a ten-dollar coupon uh, to spend in their marketplace. In fact, I just bought a 1972 Jim Lombard card that I needed. I didn't have a Jim Lombard card, so I, that was my last money for my my Collects. So I, I spent my money, my Collects money. But uh, they're giving you—they'll give you ten dollars to spend in their marketplace. Any cards that you want. Uh, uh, and it's not. You got ten dollars. You can get multiple cards. Really easy. All you have to do is download the collects app, either in uh, Google Play or in the um in the App Store, right? And it's free. Collect C O L L X. Download. It's free. And it's a great app. You can. Uh, it's great when you go to shows, right, Joe? You can scan your the cards and see what the cards are uh, sold for recently. You also can manage your collection and. Collects is giving you ten dollars. All you have to do is send your send us your Collects name and your email address to our email address, which is
2: ttmcast at yacht.com.
1: And we'll and uh, Collects will send you ten bucks. It's really easy. So make sure you do that. Also, this really collects has this really cool promotion they're running uh, in conjunction with the Cards Life, the TV show. Uh, Matt Strom, who's the host of the the, the Cards Life, he has a, a Tops Update card. It's in the Tops Update series. It's card numbered US two two six, and on the back, it's it says uh, Matt is the host of Cards Life, which is kind of cool. So collects is uh, if you scan. The Matt Strom into your collects, uh, into your, your uh, collects inventory or whatever. Collects is going to give you five bucks, which is pretty cool. And I so see another five bucks. Also, they have a contest. So, if uh, anyone that finds the one on one platinum, trust Matt, Matt Strom card, the Matt Strom tops update card, well, you know what? You're going to win an all expenses trip pay trip to spring training. You get to meet Matt Strom. You can get to be on the cards life, and you get an all expenses. Uh, trip to spring training that's pretty cool so yeah. if, if you have any tops update uh, version of matt strom either the regular one the base card which is worth five bucks and there's also blue and platinum and also the other ones as well uh you can win you can get uh, more credits based on the the rarity of the card so if you have matt strom and you have collects just uh you have it's tops update card number us 226 Scan it into your collects, uh, and collects will will uh, just pay you nice. just for doing it. So that's pretty kind of cool, huh? Yeah, definitely like that. I know. So, well, I'm, I bought a um, uh, a, 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 what do you call it? I got a um, Bowman, no, no Bowman, a Chrome Tops, Chrome update okay. box coming. So maybe if there's a Matt Strom in, in there, I'll I'll be able to scan it and get get more money. You know? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Have you got any Tops update cards yet? I have not yet. I might have to look into that though here
2: soon because, I mean, yeah, I haven't looked into that. I haven't heard anything about like Heritage High numbers coming out yet. I haven't heard anything about Heritage Miners coming out yet. I know. So,
1: All the stuff you and I collect, yeah. they're holding it back, you know?
2: Yeah, so I guess I'll, I'll have to jump on some update there in the meantime until that gets uh, I get out here.
1: Very cool. Hey, we got some auction news to report. Yes, we do. We've got a uh,
2: some info here from the Golding Elite Auction. Signed Petro rookie card up on there. A PSA 10 2001 Upper Deck Ultimate Collection went up on uh, the Golden Auction there. $207,400 the final sale price on that one. I mean, each row is already a tough draft there, but when you add it to a PSA 10 card, that's just, I mean, that's just straight to the roof at that point.
1: Yeah, I think that's the highest price realized for any each row card, yeah. which is kind of cool. And I, I, when he played, I was a big fan of him. He was uh, he, the, the guy could hit. Oh, yeah. All right, we got some grading numbers to report from our friends at gemrate.com. Yep, the
2: uh, week of October 23rd through the 29th, got numbers from there. PSA and SGC both down a little bit. PSA, a 12% drop, 271,400 cards still grade, getting graded by them. SGC, a small drop in their numbers, a 3% drop, 27,300 cards. Beckett up nicely, a 17% increase for them, 16,900 cards they graded on there. So, Still looking at about two hundred or three hundred fifteen thousand cards there across those three companies. Uh, CGC no numbers from them
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know what? We uh, I'm gonna go off, off 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 track for a little here. I got I got a pizza coming. We ordered pizza for dinner. Ah. Nice. Uh, what What you go for? What you go to pizza? My
2: go-to pizza. I prefer. Uh, there's this place called Jet Pizza. Jets makes Detroit-style pizza. I actually love their stuff so. Any kind of a uh, like a supreme Detroit style pizza, that is going to be my top choice every time. And oddly enough, it's funny you say that because I think my wife's going to be picking up pizza on the way home too. Because I mean, we don't have access to about half our kitchen because of the damn painting right now. <laughs> so things would be pizza for us too. So uh, you like
1: Detroit, Detroit pizza over Chicago?
2: Yes, yeah, definitely more of a Detroit fan. It's uh, got that really thick, pillowy crust It's almost like a focaccia bread crust thing. I love that stuff there.
1: And I mean, about, I, do I, I really the, uh, like, Detroit, I really Detroit. like, I mean, you've had pizza in, in uh, Massachusetts. I like the Greek pizza, the thin crust Greek pizza. Are yep, you, yeah. I, let's go by um, chains. Do you like uh, Pizza Hut? They're
2: all right. I like their stuff as long as I don't have to deal with the one close to me because it's run by real genius up there. So
1: I, li- <laughs> I like their, um their pepper, their, their uh, pretzel crust that they used to have. I don't think they have it anymore. Oh, was, Little Caesars has it. Little Caesars has done that. I was going da- to ask you, Little Caesars. You like Little Caesars? Yeah, I do. As long I do, I like the pretzel crust.
2: The regular ones. I'm I'm not a big fan of the five dollar hot and sweaty at all. Just uh, I prefer I, if, it's pizza, if it's the pretzel crust though. I'm in.
1: I agree. All right. How about uh, Domino's?
2: I will never eat Domino's because <laughs> of uh, It goes back to when uh, Tom Monaghan owned uh, the founder and owner of Domino's, also owned the Detroit Tigers. And fired Ernie Harwell completely unceremoniously uh, near the end of his career. Of course, Harwell went out and broadcast the Angels for a couple of years, and then once uh, Mike Ilitch and Little Caesars bought the team, he hired Harwell back as the very first thing he did. So I will never eat Domino's ever again. That.
1: That's right. my my wife and my son hate Domino's. They will not order Domino's. My my daughter and I like Domino's. So if like when we're on vacation, you know, when you're in a hotel and you gotta get some a pizza, we her and I always get a Dominoes, but they will not eat Domino's at all. <laughs> Yep, and yep. then we um toppings. You have a, a favorite topping?
2: I keep it pretty simple. I mean anything that comes down of supreme, I will just go ahead and throw all the supreme stuff on there and I'm good to go with that. Once in a great while, once in a really great while, give me
1: a pepperoni and anchovy. Okay. I'm not I'm good. not an anchovy guy. We got we got comment. I got um I like the uh, hamburg pizza, but not oh, yeah. like hamburg, like meatballs hamburg, like shredded hamburg on the pizza. Yep, yep. That's really good. So, we're getting I'm getting, we're getting half hamburg and half. I love pepper and onions. The combination okay. of pepper and onions on a pizza are, are, are to die for. So, all right. That's it. Uh, can you tell I'm a little hungry? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I did. Yeah. Got me getting all hungry now, too. Geez. All right. Well, you got, what do you get? What do you got coming? Do you have the Detroit pizza coming? Um,
2: I don't know. Not sure where you stop at. We do have this uh, really great local chain called Mr. Jim. And she always liked getting Mr. Jim's, which I do not complain about Mr. Jim's at all. I like their stuff. Jeff is always my number one, but Mr. Jim is right up there, and we actually have a Chicago-style place just up the road that we have not had yet, so that could happen too. I really don't know what she's going to go with here.
1: Well, you 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 know, New England, every every city, every town has its own house of pizza, right? So, so that's what we got. We're getting from Wilmington House of Pizza. So, but it's it, it's like a uh, there it's like a chain, but not a chain, right? Did they have that? Did they have that in Texas? Not so
2: much, but it's kind of like New York with Ray's Pizza. There was like Ray's Pizza, and then somebody yeah. else talked over with the Ray's Pizza, and it became original Ray's, famous Ray's, original famous Ray's, famous original Ray's, and like everybody's trying to capitalize on the Ray's name. So I definitely get that.
1: But you remember in, in Massachusetts, uh, every the, every town has its own house of pizza. It's just, but they, they're not they're not affiliated at all.
2: <laughs> yeah, they just happen to have the exact same name. I guess kind of capitalizing on whoever was the first to have a
1: really good one. So yeah, yeah. it's it's kind of funny. All right, let's get back to get back to the show. Sorry, guys, we we derailed a little. Uh, I'm sorry. All right, we got some new releases to let you guys know about. 2022-23 Upper Deck SP Authentic Hockey is coming out, guys. Two autographs, ten packs, nine cards per pack. A hobby box is going for about 180 bucks. That's 2022 23, not 23 24. This is 22 23 Upper Deck SB Authentic Hockey for 180 bucks.
2: Man, Upper Deck's got to get caught up on that stuff there.
1: (laughs) I know. They're always so behind, aren't they?
2: Yeah, a little bit there. Fortunately, Panini is on top of things in basketball, though. The 23 24 Panini Prism College Draft Picks Basketball Choice Box is coming out. In there, you're going to see 10 packs, four cards per pack four autographs, four inserts per box. That is going to be a $200 product right there. Did you work on that one? I did, yes. Any of the collegiate stuff here from this year, I've done a good bit of, bit of did, stuff with.
1: Have you gotten the Upper Deck Series 1 uh, hockey at all? Uh, no, no actually I haven't bought any hockey in quite a while, actually. so I, haven't I know, taken. I've been I haven't looking. They, they, they our... don't, I don't think they've gotten to the blaster boxes yet. I, I've been okay. looking for them in the store, and I have, haven't seen them. I went last week to see if they were out, but uh, I'm going to you know I'm going to go to a show the show on uh, on Saturday and may, maybe I'll pick out some then. Okay, we got 2023 Onyx Vintage Extended Series Baseball. You get two autos, four cards per pack, one pack per box. Go for $50. 2023 Onyx Vintage Extended Series Baseball for 50 bucks.
2: Bowman Sterling Baseball for 2023 is coming out as well. In there you're going to see five mini boxes, six cards per mini box. Five autographs in a box there. So some pretty nice stuff going on right there. $375 will be the price. Yeah, those are nice. Those are nice
1: cards, actually. Yeah. Uh 2023 good. Bowman Platinum Baseball is out. Uh 20 packs, five cards per pack. You get two autos. Those are going for $99. And you can get those at tops.com. It's 2023 Bowman Platinum Baseball for $99. We also have via the, the 2023 Tops T Tops
2: 206 i by saying that five times fast, Top <laughs> 206 Baseball High Series is coming out. You'll see four packs of 10 cards in each of those boxes. You'll see two parallel cards coming your way as well. That's 40 cards total. That'll run you $55.
1: Yeah, those are the small ones, the TTO 206 ones. They're kind of right, neat. Right. Uh, it's, a, it's a neat little release. You can get those at Tops.com as well. Uh, tops overtime elite inception. That's basketball. You get five, uh, four autos or auto relics for ninety dollars. That's tops overtime elite inception basketball. Four autos or uh, four auto relics for ninety dollars. Right, Drew. That wraps up our uh, new releases. We have a couple of shows to let you guys know about. Um, we've been promoting this for a couple of weeks now. The Shriners show, which is the GBC GBSCC November third to the fifth, which is this weekend. Richard Seymour, Ty Law, Terry Francona, Lee Smith, uh, Lawyer Malloy, Rich Garces, Dale Murphy, Tiny Archibald, all sorts of guys. Lots of the Patriots are going to be there. Uh, The show is the 3rd to the 5th. I will be there on Saturday the 4th. So if you're going to stop by, make sure you say hello. I will be floating around. Um, Make sure you say hello to the Shriners in Wilmington, Massachusetts. We also have a big show in Toronto coming up. Yes,
2: the Toronto Card Show coming up next weekend, November 9th through the 12th. Some really big names on this list that are all going to be out there. Mike Tyson, one of the big headliners for it. Reggie Jackson will be there as well. you will see Kerry Price and Ray Bork, Denise Savard, Bernie Perrant, and Tiger Williams is going to be up there as well. I've actually got some Tiger Williams stuff I need to get signed at some point. So hopefully he keeps on doing shows. But once again, that is next weekend in Toronto.
1: Yeah, Clemente is going to that show. So I think right. you and I should try to get, get to that show next year.
2: Yeah, I definitely would love to be able to.
1: I think that'd be a fun show for us because there's a lot of Opeachy, a lot of hockey, all the hockey yep. guys are there. Um, and it's kind of like a national for, for uh, Toronto. Maybe we can do it so that we can go, go to the show, go to a Maple Leafs game. I think that'd be a fun show for you and I to go to. Yeah. I'll see if I can swing that. I like that. All right, buddy. Well, that wraps up our uh, all our news, our hobby happenings for the week. We will remember we will have a show on Saturday to, to – give some more news but t- guys uh this week i interviewed mark hoyle mark hoyle's been on the show before he is a uh, a super red sox collector he has everything red sox he's a great collector a really fun guy i'm going to see him at the shrine show uh this weekend coming up but uh please, please enjoy my interview with mark hoyle and let's be so talking everything red sox
0: it's football season there's no better time to get your nfl stars your and veteran cards graded CGC Cards offers fast turnaround times, so you get your cards back even faster. They have crystal clear holders, so your cards shine. And best yet, all starting at just $12 a card. Head to CGCCards.com to start creating your cards today. This week's interview is brought to you by Certified Sports Guarantee, csgcards.com for superior sports card certification and grading.
1: This segment is sponsored by Collects, the free app for scanning, pricing, tracking, and cataloging your cards. Get your first $5 on the app automatically by scanning a card, adding it to your collection, and listing it for sale today. All right, guys, it's time for another edition of Collector's Corner. And no joke, this is my favorite collector in the world, not in the country, not in the States, not in Massachusetts, in the world. I'm talking about Mark Hoyle, of course, at Mark Hoyle4 on Twitter or X or whatever we're calling it now. You guys should follow him. He is a great, great poster. He is a Red Sox collector, supreme, plus a lot of all boston stuff including boston braves and uh i just love his stuff he uh he has the the best collection in the world welcome mark
3: oh jeff thanks for having me back that's quite the introduction
1: mark you are you are an all-star collector my friend is that out of all the guys i talked to in my five years of doing this you are my favorite collector to talk to no, bar none
3: oh thanks i appreciate that Yeah, you know, no, there's I a lot said. of great I love guys about there. you mark
1: is i love that you have uh, the breadth of your collection and the quality of collection no one no one even comes close uh when you started collecting i know you were basically just a card collector but you've really branched off to kind of the stuff that i love the oddball stuff is that was that a, uh because you're like okay i can't collect any more cards or what what drove what what brought you to to the, collecting some of the other great uh red sox memorabilia that's out there uh
3: the 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 cards were starting to dry up what I actually needed to get. Yep. Um, and they're more costly. So, you know, I might buy one or two cards per month as opposed to 10 or 12 or 15 or whatever. And once I I think the last time I talked to you, I was just got starting to get this room together. Or I just talked about it
1: yeah you guys you should see his room It it is wall to wall there's not a space there's not one space of white space at all for anything between cards and pins and uh, magazines and you name it he it, it's just a beautiful room
3: yeah so once i had this all set up this room was already built for my music collection i put that into storage and then i started putting out the stuff i had and i realized they had quite a bit of other stuff besides cards uh commemorative cups uh cans i didn't realize how many pins i have i counted them the other day just the ones on display in the room i have about 800 of them now you just, really
1: in the last year you've really acquired a lot more pins right that's been something that, that's been one of your main focuses
3: right yeah i had quite a few but i really i've been looking for them uh i've hit up plenty of shows and bought nothing but pins I hit up four or five antique stores in the area. I look for pins there. Um, there's a couple of antique stores that actually know me now. And if they take a pin in, they put it behind the register. That's, and then when wow, I walk in, awesome. I get first shot at it. Um, but I've been buying uh, mostly more pins than cards over the last six months, I would say. Have you been inventorying
1: and cataloging the pins? Because there is not a pin uh, checklists out there or, you know, this, the, how do you know, you know, what pins you're getting, uh, where they're coming from? Uh, you know, pins are so easily reproduced and in terms of um, uh, authorized pins in terms, in terms of, uh, I don't know, you know, authorized authorized by MLB or authorized by the Red Sox or authorized by the players association. There's right. a lot of uh, counterfeit pins out there.
3: Well, there is, you got to be careful. Uh, there's certain ones I know, i have a checklist for them that were put out either by mlb by the team so i know what i'm looking for uh well i mean you remember right when we were kids you could go to the twin souvenir store
1: right or at fenway park and they would sell they always were selling pins there there was always some type of pin available there so uh you must have had it you must have an idea like oh i I need i want to make sure i get that george scott pin or the carly stramski pin or the Carlton fist pin
3: right A lot of those stadium issue pins, those aren't checklisted. Those are basically like the black and white ones. Yep. And they came in like three sizes, inch and a quarter, two and a half and the three and a half. And sometimes it's the same image on all three pins. Sure. Those I have not found a checklist for, and I've been in touch with other Red Sox guys. And we've talked about making a checklist for them. Because you'll go to a show and I'll find one that I don't have. And, you know, the way I catalog them, to do, I take pictures of what I have. So I can just pop on my phone and take a look at what I have. Because to write it down, it would be pretty a daunting task. How do you
1: organize them? By player, by subject, by... Uh... Here, by how do you organize them because some of them have players on them others are just uh you know a red sox logo with some type of uh, um
3: how do you how do you know if i know they're from a set like i have some hanging up i can see them right here i have all the whole set together hanging on the wall um i also have a lot of you go to the shows you see those black trays that the pins are in yeah i have probably 15 of those just filled so i can keep them in there nice and organized uh like the American nut and chocolate pins that came out in the fifties. I have the whole set, not just the red Sox. Of course you do. <laughs> all, all the cranes pins, uh, the cranes and the guys chips pins from the sixties. I have probably a couple for each team. I haven't gone in to try to get the whole, I have all the red Sox ones, but I have at least two pins for each other team. And you can tell those apart by the backs. Uh, and then I did a lot of the cross bat pins. I don't know if you are familiar with those. Sure. Um, but those came in three different sizes too. And those are put out from the 30s all the way to the late 60s. Wow. And I found a, a website and a book on those. Uh those have been reproduced and numerous companies made them. So right. It's isn't that a,
1: a pro, isn't that a problem, Mark? Because a lot of these pins have been reproduced more recently. So that how do you tell the difference between well, a reproduction and, and something that was that was if I have it in you know, my
3: hand, I can pretty I can kind of tell. You can. Um, if, if you're at a show and you pick up a pin that's supposed to be 60 years old, no matter how good you kept that, it's going to have a little... Oxidize. It's going to oxidize a little bit. The back's going to even rust just from being in a house. It's just... You can tell by looking at it. And sometimes the newer ones are a little too shiny. I have a couple replicas rep- repros in here because uh, I just haven't found one for each team yet. Mm-hmm. But, but they did... I have like uh, like Pittsburgh Pirates. I have three different styles, and it's the same size pin. You know, just oh, and
1: when you know you you and I you and I have spoken now over many times over the years. When when did you say okay? Now I've got all the cards I want. I got all the autographed baseballs I want. I got all all the posters I want. Well, well let me go to pins. I don't
3: know. It just kind of happened, and it really? was like there was three or four of us on Twitter and one time we just realized, Hey, we've all been chasing these pins. And it was kind of addictive. One guy got one, the other guy had to catch up and just, you know, friendly little competition kind of, uh, although we've traded them with each other too. Um, now, if a, a guy if a times, guy
1: leaves the Red Sox and has a a pin for uh, another team, is, is that something that you you still want? Like, you do you want a Tony C in the California Angels, or do you want Reggie Smith as a Dodger? You know, is it yeah, those yeah, guys yeah. that you uh, desire.
3: Yeah, I have I have two Reggie Smith pins with Dodgers behind me. I have uh, I have Dennis Eckersley up there and Bill Buckner with the Cubs. I have Wilbur Wood didn't play for the Red Sox, but he's from Massachusetts. Oh, he played him. for the Red Sox. Oh, He did play, yes, but he maybe one. I think I don't even think he won a game.
1: Yeah, I think he pitched one like a, a part of one year, like in 64,
3: 64, maybe. Uh, yeah, I have a Mark Fidrich pin up there. I have, uh, I mean, Carmen Fanzone, he played for them in the 1970, for a yep. handful of games, and then I have a few of these, uh, like the Hall of Fame pins that came out in the 78, maybe. Okay you know i have jackie robinson uh, Al Kaline, line guys that i like um, i have no i'm not going to finish the set if i'm at the shriners and i see somebody that i like i'll grab it you know abraham killbrew um is that guys. we we I've, have the
1: Shri- we have the shriners show coming up in a couple weeks was that on your uh, what you're your major looking for at the shriners is the is something- i'm going to try
3: to dig into some pins yeah yep yeah. maybe some pins some press photos I'm always looking for postcards. I'm always uh, digging through. Do
1: you like Do you like the test issues, like the sixty eight um the the six the sixty eight three D cards and that kind of stuff? Are you are you big into the 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 test issues?
3: Yeah, uh, actually, I have a sixty eight three D right over here of the lawn board. Lawnborg, yeah, yeah. Um, yes. Um, that's one card I'm looking for, and I I missed it at the Shriners two years ago when I went there on a Friday with a group of guys. I, I almost made a deal for a 67 Yaz Punch-Out. Okay. Which was, it's a big money card. You only I've only seen two of them. He had one. I went back the next morning. I was going to buy it. And he sold it, you know, 10 minutes before I oh, got there.
1: That kills you, doesn't it?
3: Yeah. So that's that's one card I need. I have a lot of the test issues. I have a, a lot of them. I've got most of them, actually. Red Sox ones. Oh, I know. <laughs> uh, but I'm looking for that. Um, that's that's probably one of the main ones I'm looking for is that 67 yes punch, punch out out has, has a, your,
1: is your collection relegated to one room or is does your wife allow it to seep into the rest of the house
3: well it's supposed to be in one room yep me too <laughs> I'm upstairs my house I I, I had a ton of, I had six kids the upstairs was all kids. I'm in one of the bedrooms and the rules are as long as you can shut the door, you can put whatever you want in here. Don't put anything on the outside of the door. The thing is I get incoming mail. Sometimes and I leave it in my office, which is on the first floor and it gets into a box and next, you know, my wife gets a little ticked about that. <laughs> um, some of the overflow, I have some extra stuff, some old magazines. I have some file cabinets. I have some up here, but a lot of those I have in the basement. I have two four drawer file cabinets filled with mags in the basement. And I have uh my, both of my boys collected, and when they moved out, they never took anything. Okay. So I have their stuff in a tub down there. I've, they, I've given some of it away.
1: Yeah, I was going to um, ask you, do, do, do your kids share the same passion? Uh, no, no. Not at all?
3: No. Uh, they, they all liked sports. They played sports, um, and they collected when they were young, but they didn't continue with it. Um, I got one boy, he's into, I mean, he's into cars. That's what he does for a living, and that's what he does for fun, His cars. Yep. So,
1: yeah, I mean, my my son's 27. My daughter's 24. Both of them show no interest in collection, the cards or anything. And I like I don't know.
3: I, I have no idea what I'm going to do with all this stuff. I don't know. My I have one of my younger I have I have eight grandkids, seven, one boy who was into baseball and we used to do some card stuff. And now he just could care less. Uh, my five year old granddaughter is really into sports right now. She just wants to play. She plays soccer. She plays basketball. That's all she wants to do when I go over there. So maybe I'll get her into softball, and she'll want some of this stuff.
1: she so I, yeah. Do you have a yeah. jewel of your collection? Something that that you really like when 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 somebody comes over the first time, like oh, you got to see this. What do you have? Something that you that that you really consider your jewel. Uh,
3: Well, I've only had a
1: few people over here. Um, Which is a shame. You you should have like a a quarterly uh, meeting, like a poker game at your house. Mark, we need a poker game at your house, a tour of the stuff, and then we play poker.
3: Yeah. I mean, I've had a few guys come over, but it's uh, like Jason, Heavy J, Jason Schwartz has been over. Matt Walker's been over. um, A couple of people. I've invited other guys over, but it's, you know, everybody's busy, you know. Um, It's an open invitation if you live in the area. Call me up or send me a message. You can come over. I was gonna, I was gonna get a poster where anybody who came over would sign it. Yeah, you know, a big Red Sox picture and just blow it up. So I'm already a little behind because i probably had three or four people over.
1: But well, what, what is the what is the jewel? What is the, the, the one thing that is there one thing that you really like? Like, oh, you got to <laughs> see this Ted Williams, so-and-so. Or you got to see this guy, Stramski, so-and-so. Do you have do you have something that that was really difficult for you to obtain that, that you love showing? I off? mean, I
3: have I have a, the Wilson meets Ted Williams over here, which is a tough card. Um, I think one of the things I'm looking at it right now, I have it framed and I can't even put it up. Um, it was a it's from 1968. They had a dinner for Tony C. You know, he got hurt in 67. Yeah. They had a, a dinner farm in Framingham. And I have the sign that was on the building where they oh, were wow. having the, the thing. That's pretty you, cool. That's How'd sick. you get that? Uh, I got it at an auction. Do you go to so, many? But-
1: I was going to ask you, because you, you mentioned going to antiques uh, places. That's something that I really enjoy doing. Is um, Have you found a lot of stuff just kind of... Uh, I don't know, picking or you know being being the American picker, going to these antique stores and you know have, find good bargains that 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 people might not know what the worth. So some of the stuff's worth.
3: I've, I've found a few things. Yeah, I found some pins that way. I found some old commemorative cups that way. If I see cards, I usually don't even look at them because they want five know, times too much the money. money yeah. I uh, found some odd. I Definitely found some oddball stuff. Um, a couple old pen sets from the 30s and 40s, Red Sox on them stuff like that there's one store up, up near you the unique store you ever go in there the most no, unique it? store uh it's in it's in Bell rica bell rica okay yeah. yeah i saw i actually saw the guy he was on chronicle okay and he has this store it's called the most unique store and it is some very unique stuff in there i'll have to i'll have to check it out i'm sure i'm sure
1: you've you know what mark i'm sure you've picked through every antique store within a 200 mile radius of uh, of my house so
3: (laughs) well i've actually i i came across a store down the cape that i go to every summer and i went in and there was a booth loaded with baseball stuff i could not believe what i was looking at like really good stuff really well priced so i I piled a bunch of stuff up and I asked the lady at the desk, where did all this come? Who is this? And she goes, it's a guy who owns a sports bar down in Harwichport uh, called the hot stove saloon. And he has the whole place outfitted with baseball stuff. A lot of Red Sox, but everything. And he was going to open another bar in another town and the deal fell through. So he put all the other stuff up for sale. Oh, wow. So what did I do? I immediately drove to the guy's restaurant. Oh, sure. Yeah. But there was too much stuff there for me to buy it all. So I had a couple of friends from the area. I gave them, I said, "Don't tell everybody. And they went down and they found some good stuff too. Very nice so,
1: isn't that that is the I think the 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 search is is almost as much fun as acquiring the stuff. You know what I mean? I just i love I love going to yard sales or or flea markets or antique stores and and just stumbling upon stuff, you know
3: that it, that's true and and the other thing is, it's fun hooking other guys up. If if you need something and I have it, it's cool to get it to you. You know, and I have a bunch of guys like that. It's, you know, it's, I think that's fun to do. Well, We've, you know,
1: uh, I was going to ask you, um, do you have, is the sixty seventeen your favorite Red Sox team?
3: Um, yeah, that's what my collection's kind of based around. Is the 60, the, the first team I really remember following was the 72 team. Yeah, me too. Which came very close. They got they got screwed that year because they played one I, less game than the Tigers. I had
1: tickets. My dad had tickets for the first playoff game. There was gonna be a, yeah. if, remember they were if they if they beat whoever they beat the Tigers. I think
3: Tigers. If, yeah.
1: they, they were, there was gonna be a playoff game at Fenway Park, and I had, my dad got tickets for it, and uh, we had we had tickets for it, but obviously it never came to fruition.
3: Yeah, that <laughs> that year started out with a, a a strike or some kind of
1: yeah. There was a strike like. For 11, 11 games or something, right?
3: So they, they didn't make up every game and the Red Sox actually played one less game than the Tigers and they, they came a half game out of the first place. And mm-hmm. one of the games against the Tigers near the end of the year, um, Apparicio tripped on around third and he would have been like the tying or winning run. And yep. That's the first yeah. team I remember. Uh,
1: the heartache of being a Red Sox fan, right, Mark? Until, right, until 2004, right? right?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I collect Anything related to '67, and then any of the guys that played on the team from like '71 to '78, I'll collect. If even if they're from a different team, if I see something cool, I'll grab it.
1: So, how about some of the guy the the more recent guys? You know, Nomars and uh, you know Manny, and I don't know who else, Ortiz. Yeah, you... I
3: I made a conscious effort recently of. Trying to pick up some autos of some of the guys like that. So I picked yep. up one of Pedro, one of Nomar. I have a Yucaliz one. These are all fairly new. Just guys I like, John Lester. Um, Would you get autographed balls or autographed cards? Or just, cards or... just cards, just um, cards, Oil can Boyd, Bruce Hurst, uh, guys like that. I you know I have a Buckholz. I always liked him. Uh, Porcello, just certain guys. I figured I needed a have them in the collection i'm not a huge autograph guy but i I needed to have a few i thought
1: Do you do much ttming or or you just buy you not at all i
3: i i have about three or four cards over there that i want to do it just for a couple reasons um one of them's tom grieve who played in the early 70s yeah and he's a he's a
1: good signer signer through the mail
3: he's i'll have to get the address he's a massachusetts guy he's from pittsfield i believe and I have a bunch of Billy, Road, Billy Joe Robodeau cards. Um, I just got him. I played against him in the state finals in baseball in high school.
1: Yeah, he lives out uh, in the western part of the in,
3: state. I he believe. lives in where?
1: Yeah, I just got, I just got him in the mail uh, maybe about,
3: I don't know, three weeks ago. Because we played him in the state, state finals and we beat him. So I was going to write him a letter, see if he wants to sign the cards for me. And then I was going to invite him to go to a game in like Worcester and maybe meet up with him or something like that.
1: Yeah, he was you know what I when I looked at his stats I I thought he hit more home runs than he actually did in the and ML, MLB. He had, yeah. he had he had he had hit a lot in the minors but just never kind of never clicked for him in the majors and he played for the Sox for a year or two as well. A
3: year, yeah, played for the Brewers. Uh he hit a lot of home runs in high school. He was a big yeah. dude. Yeah. He, he um, hit a lot of home runs in the minors too. He was uh I think he's actually coaching his high school now. Okay. Where he went. Well, he was a fairly you know what Billy Joe Robo go
1: and, and Bill Greaves and uh Tom Greaves right
3: yeah yeah
1: all right I'll I'll send you their ad, their
3: addresses yeah just a couple guys like that and I picked up a few other guys from the area like skip Lockwood guys yep. that lived lived around here um yeah he's a very good signer as well I I actually got him he came to the show in Dedham uh actually it was in Mansfield at the time and I got him uh he's a kind of unique guy he came up as a third baseman and yep. then he t- and turned then he became, into a pitcher. Turn um, a pitcher, yeah. Yeah, he's a local guy. I like collecting stuff from local guys and even if they didn't play for the Red Sox. You know, I think it's kind of cool. Um, do you
1: do you have um do you have bats, any like team bats or anything like that, or autographed team balls or anything? Do you, do you um,
3: I have I only have three bats up in my room. One of them's a commemorative bat from the sixty seven team. Okay. They sold them at one of the anniversaries. There's like 30 autographs on it. Um, I have a Tony C bat, and I have a bat that I don't know. You see that one there? Yeah, the red one. The red one. That's from the Hall of Fame when Ortiz went in. Okay. They have. If you bought the one with the stats on it, it was limited to I don't know, 500 or something. Or those are the only three bats I have, and I only have. I might have 10 baseballs that are signed. I okay. Don't have. I a know,
1: lot. You, you. go. You zig whenever, you, whenever, whenever everyone. Whenever else zags. You. You. You kind of. You, you, and that's what I love about your collection because you. You. You go for kind of the, the off the wall stuff. Well, that, that just to say some, some of the
3: oddball stuff that I have. Like one of the balls I have signed. It's signed by Yaz, but the two other signatures on the ball are Billy Raw and Tom Tresh. Well, I, which, Billy Raw, I know why Tom Tresh? Tom. Well, if you if you ever see that Billy Raw had the no hitter. Yeah, that that diving catch that Yaz made. Who hit Tresh the ball? Was the hitter? Tommy Tresh hit the ball. I have another one signed by Carol Hardy. Yeah, um, who pinch, it for pinch hit for Yaz? He pinch it for Yaz and Ted Williams and Maris. You know what his other connection to the Red Sox is? No, what is it? In '67, when you see Rico catch that pop up that Rich Rollins yeah. hit, who was on deck? Carol Hardy. Oh, interesting. And he signed the ball for me with the date, and it says "on deck" that date.
1: Uh, I I interviewed a, a collector uh, the other day, and he collects bait, he collects Red Sox bats, and he needs he has every bat from everyone that played in the Red Sox except for Ken yeah,
3: Pulson. Yeah, he needs. I know Ken who you Poulson. mean.
1: Yeah, I didn't know uh, that. I, I never even I never even heard of the guy until I started researching him. Well, <laughs> I have
3: I have Ken Pulson autograph up here. Um, I posted Ken Pulson stuff on Twitter and. His daughter contacted me. Yeah, they're in uh, California, right? She's in California. Her name's Kendra. And so I said, I have a few things. I'll send them to you. And uh, she said, my mother has nothing. Her mom and dad got divorced, but she has nothing from when her father played. Oh, wow. So I looked through my 60s. He only played five games in 67. I I looked through my programs, and one of the programs I had was a game that he played in. Oh, wow. So he was on the score sheet. So I mailed her that. And then I had put it out on Twitter. Does anybody have anything else? And I won't won't say who sent me some stuff, but I got some pictures sent to me by a big time collector that says, only send these to her. And I don't want to see these online. I got them and I printed them up and I sent them to her. And it was just before Christmas. And she got them like maybe three days before Christmas. And she sent me a message saying that was the best Christmas present she had had in a long time mother was in tears oh that's nice there's some of the stuff that you know i had some team pictures from the minor leagues that he was in he actually went to the yankees farm cl- club and actually they tried to turn him into a pitcher
1: yeah i saw that and he actually did it pretty well he just never made it to them back to the majors
3: and there's actually some photos in tops archives with him in a yankees uniform as a pitcher wow
1: well, i you know he was one guy he slipped i just didn't he wasn't on my radar. I didn't even Nobody would know who man. he is.
3: The only reason he got brought up is because he was a left-handed hitting infielder. And in 67, Dalton Jones had to go to the Army Reserve. It was two weeks. He was a utility infielder, left-handed yeah. hitter. And the only other guy they had in the system at the time was him. They brought him up from like single A, played five games. Wow. That's a, sent down awesome. and never heard isn't from it, again.
1: Isn't it fun how many how the people you meet just from the collecting and, and the connections you, you make just for just out of the blue? It's really it's it's a really uh, close, tight knit community, don't you think?
3: Yeah, yeah, it is. Um I've got contacted by a few relatives of Red Sox players. One that guy wanted, was, that they,
1: wanted to sell their stuff after they passed, or
3: no, they they I, I had posted something about him, and they wanted to know if I had anything else. So okay. I get contacted by Ken Tatum, who played in the early seventies, sure. by my nephew. Um, I get contacted by Gary Wasluski, who played on the sixty seventeen, by his granddaughter. Yeah, she lives only three towns away from me. She said, "I'm having a, uh, I'm making a collage for my grandfather. He's turning eighty. Do you have anything?" So I made a bunch of copies and sent them all to her. Um, there's a few other guys. There's a bunch of guys on Twitter who are related to Red Sox guys.
1: Yeah, oh. it's it's re- it's really fun. We we won't mention our other friend.
3: <laughs> no, no.
1: <laughs> which is which is so sad. Um, you know, we, we, we have you have so much fun collecting some of the older stuff. Do you have, do you like any of the new releases? Do you try to get uh, you know, when Topps releases a, a set, do you try to get the Red Sox cards from that set, set or that you, you just draw the line and say,
3: um "No, really I'll care. like I uh, I just bought like the update, the Red Sox set update. with yeah. was twelve cards in it. I'll wait till they're out for a few weeks. Somebody will sell it as a lot on eBay, and I'll just buy the team set. I'm not gonna rip a pack to get cards. Um
1: Are you still finding? Like- are you still finding uh, stuff that you want or need on eBay? Or is it
3: um sometimes it's not necessarily cards um i have a few odds and ends on there that i saved to, to look for um it's funny i just got a message from the, the bat collector now he just came on the screen we were talking um i like uh i like the heritage i buy the red sox heritage set the archives and the flagship and then if I pick up a card or two from each of the other sets, I'm happy with that. I don't have Let's to have, have it all. an example of it. Do you? And a if, lot of times, it's other guys will send me stuff, so I'll end up just end up with them.
1: Do you have all every Ted Williams card? Do you have the? are his rookie Bowman card, and do you, do you have? Uh, I mean, you've been collecting for a while now. I'm assuming you've got you've got every Ted Williams card ever made.
3: No, no, no. I'm still miss. Well. It's technically not a card, I guess. The 39 premium. the Duty premium. Gaudi premium. Um, I don't have that. Um, And there's another one from 1950. It's the size of like a little postage stamp. Okay. I forgot the... I don't know what the number is for it, but it's from 1950. It's a little teeny, teeny thing. But I have the Cuban one. I have the Venezuelan one. Got the three play balls. How come
1: come the Venezuelan cards are hard to find in good condition?
3: A lot of them, they sold little books books with those, and you glued them into a book. Okay. So I actually have some, I have a full page of a book that I bought. It's just cut out. It has three Red Sox glued to it. Yeah. Like Rudy York, Dom DiMaggio, and I forgot who the other guy is. They're just glued right to the page. So a lot of times they either peel them off or they cut them out. And yeah, because every
1: uh, time I see a Venezuelan card, it's always in horrible shape.
3: The stock they use to make it is a lot thinner. The paper's are poor quality. The printing's poor quality. Yeah. Um, and they just weren't handled. That Guys, back.
1: we're speaking with Mark Hoyle. Mark is on Twitter at, at Mark Hoyle4. He posts all the time. All right, what? how did you get addicted to these stupid grids? Uh, you post grids all the time
3: now it's like mark what are you doing (laughs) well it it, they usually i think they come out at what nine every day it's a new one
0: yeah Um, i don't
3: know i am not as addicted to them as you are (laughs) well it, it comes on it's at nine um i'm at my job at i'm at the desk at my job site um i'll pop it on and i'll look at it i i can't just sit there and rattle it right off usually Sometimes I can do it in about 10 minutes. It's easy. Other times I let it, you know, I'm walking around the job site. So I just think about it while I'm walking around. And you try to go for the rarity score. So the more obscure guy you use, the lower your score is.
1: Yeah. And you, I know, you know all these guys. Mark does these immaculate grids. He also does the crossover grids. Uh, Less uh, Wolf's son is actually the one that uh does the crossover grids. Less Les does what uh, Yeah. I was a guest on my show, um, but his son does the crossover grids, but the immaculate grids, I, this, this, this grid thing, it just caught me off guard. It's like, it's the, everyone's into it, Mark. I just, it's uh, it's uh, like it's Sudoku. I did. never got into
3: Sudoku and I haven't gotten to these grids. It's, I mean, it's just a fun thing. You try to think of obscure guys uh, collecting baseball cards in the seventies helps me do those. Yep. If you put the Miami, marlins on there or the diamondbacks i have a hard time i'm gonna put a guy that's well known and my score is gonna go up um but i can usually do the baseball one i can usually get the basketball one i think i've only completed one hockey one okay that was the Good. very first hockey one they did it was original six just those teams i can do those
1: i can do original six
3: i don't know any other teams now i can't do it um and football I might get maybe one or two a week I get but the scores are astronomical cuz all I know is the stars <laughs> unless they play for the patriots um
1: do you do you have a favorite player on today's team
3: on today's team yeah um no I don't think anybody's my favorite player no
1: Okay. No, I, I like Duran. I, I like Jaren Duran. I think he's going to I, I, I gonna do like Duran.
3: I am I'm, I'm kind of upset he got hurt. I like Duran. Um I hope they don't trade him. I think they might, but I hope they don't.
1: Yeah, well, you never know who's going to come in. Do you, do you like Craig Reslow as a, as our new leader?
3: Uh I don't know where I'm on I, I just, cut you know what the kills article. me is we had Dave, Dave Dombrowski and we got rid of him. I know, I know. I think, I mean, we'll see. Breslow's a smart guy. I don't know how he is, is baseball wise. I met no. I met him
1: at the show down in Rhode Island a couple of years ago. He was very nice. He was very, very nice. But yeah. I didn't, this was when he, he had just started working for the Cubs. So I don't think he saw that he was going to be the, the leader of the Red Sox five yeah. five years down the road.
3: I just cut the article. I still get the local newspaper because I like to read the physical paper still. Believe it or not. Yeah, I Um, do too. (laughs) And I I actually cut the article out. I keep a scrapbook of. I don't cut every Red Sox article out, but certain ones, something that happens that's somewhat meaningful, I'll cut that out and I'll stick it in there. Um, So I just did that just before we got on. Um, So we'll see what happens. You look back on it in twenty years. Um, That's another thing I've been buying. Speaking of new things. I've been at antique stores and I bought old scrapbooks. Really? Yeah.
1: Have you found anything good
3: in the scrapbooks? I found some really good stuff in some of them. And a couple of them I found just envelopes stuffed with old articles. Okay. And I had no idea what it was. And if the price was right, I just bought it. And a couple of them I bought and I just stuck in the cabinet. I didn't pull them out until about three months ago. And one of them, every article in there was from 1965 to 67.
1: Oh, you must have been so thrilled. And it was
3: a thick envelope, like two inches thick, just stuffed with old old stuff. So I had to go out and buy those scrapbook pages that you stick stuff in. Yeah. And
1: do you, you, do you put, have a, a favorite book about the 67 team? Is there, there one uh, book that you really enjoy about the 67 team?
3: Uh, I don't have one. I have a bunch of them. Um, <clears throat> I have a bunch of different 67 books. Um, I don't think there's any one that's you know, my favorite per se. Um, Bill nolan's written a bunch, wrote a bunch of them. Um, he has some good stuff. Um, I, 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 I'll pick up magazines from 67. I like reading those. Yeah. Those, the old I, old,
1: I, I know it's nice about the old magazine. You can still get <laughs> them for fairly inexpensive.
3: A lot of them you can, if you're not, you know, if you're not too concerned if there's a label on it or not, and it's a newsstand one, they charge a little more sometimes, but, uh, I pick up the old Sporting News. If I find it with a Red Sox guy on it, the old Baseball Digest, I'll I'll buy those. Um, I like those because I can stick them on my shelf as, like, the backdrop. I'll line them all up, and you can see bits and pieces of Red Sox guys on them and just put other stuff in front of them.
1: Guys, you should see Markstrom. Markstrom (laughs) is... I can't explain it. It's just like a a collage of everything. There's just so much. There's not. There's not one white space in the whole room, and it's get, all. It's just all baseball stuff, all Red Sox stuff, and on the shelves is cups and trophies, and I just, it's just unbelievable how much stuff he has.
3: I I had to get creative recently. You can see it in the picture because we're on the zoom. But see the red thing that's behind me up there? Yeah, the, that's that's a like, that's a that's a homemade tray, I believe. And I found it at a show, and it has like 20 autographs on it of the '67 Oh, neat. I, I got it home, and I'm thinking, where am I going to put it now? So I just sat it down on the my little table here for a couple weeks, and it, I finally figured out I could hang it up there.
1: Yeah, it's perfect. He has it right on, on his window shade.
3: <laughs> my wife hasn't seen that part yet. Yeah, don't let I her in. A little, at first, because she works out of the house, too, so you come in through the back. If I have stuff locked in the window, you can see it from the backyard. Um, but most of the time, I keep the shades down anyway. I don't let any natural light in here. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. All
1: right, my but, friend. Well, it was great <laughs> catching up. Anything else you want to add before I let you go? I, it's been a great just catching up and talking, uh, collecting in Red Sox with you.
3: Yeah. who Who's the autograph guys at the Shrine? Is you getting anybody? Is there anybody? I uh,
1: know for- it's Lee Smith <laughs> is going to be there and um. Frank Francona and um John Farrell, Rich Garcis. All right.
3: Um
1: I think that's about it for baseball. It's not a lot of baseball guys. It's it's a lot no. of a lot of football guys, a lot of Patriots.
3: Yeah, Ty they are, Law, they Seymour.
1: Yeah, I don't think honestly, I don't think I'm gonna get any autographs. I have Lee Smith, I have Francona, I have Garces. the all the Red Sox guys I have. Yeah, so I don't I don't think I'm going to get any. I don't think I'm going to get any any uh, autographs at this show. I just like, you know, I like walking I like walking the show, going through the the dollar boxes and the yep. quarter boxes, and if I see something that catches my eye, I, you know what, I, I want to get. I just, I, I was going through my stuff. I realized I don't have a Dustin Pedroia rookie card. I got to get a, a Dustin Pedroia rookie card for some reason.
3: Yeah, but you got to get one. Yeah, I mean, I like going because you'll be there, so we'll get to catch up again. Um, and there's a few other guys I know that are coming in from various areas that we meet there maybe once a year. Yeah, so it's always it'll, fun to do that. Fun. You know?
1: Yeah, guys, if you're going to the Shrine Auditorium, <coughs> November fourth, uh, third, fourth, and fifth, I'll be there the fourth on Saturday. And, Me too. Uh, yep. Yep. Make sure you stop by and say hello. And if you see Mark, make sure you say hello to him. And uh, if you have anything you want to sell, Red Sox wise, he'll buy it.
3: <laughs> i will if i don't have it I will if, if he doesn't have it. it all right buddy good catching all up right. with
1: you i will see you in uh, a couple of weeks uh, and uh hopefully you'll be you, you won't be uh hobbling around too bad
3: yeah i'll be i'll be the guy with the cane in the backpack so we'll i know see. we're
1: all getting old my friend we're all getting old
3: yeah all right thanks for having me on again this is great all
1: right. love it great talking with you and uh well we'll see you in a couple of weeks all right all right see you man all right. Bye. Scanning and cataloging your collection has never been easier, thanks to the free Collects app. Join over 1 million other collectors in digitizing and pricing your collection. Once you've scanned some cards, you can easily list them for sale or buy from other collectors. And now you can even get your first $5 to spend on the app by just scanning a card, adding it to your collection, and listing it for sale. Download Collects. That's Collects. C-O-L-L-X. Free. On the Apple App Store or Google Play Store today. Drew, I haven't had a chance to check out Mark's, uh house with all his stuff. He has so much stuff, but I've seen you know when I interview him, he has all the stuff in the background. Like okay. oh my, oh my goodness, he has he his 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 wife has uh, segregated him to one room. He's got all his stuff in one room, but he has all like shelves and everything on the wall, and he just he's just a, he like it, it's unbelievable because I follow him on Twitter. He's Mark Hoyle Four on Twitter. And anytime any anyone, thing, anyone mentions anything, he pulls out like the the weirdest card from any anything that's released that and he, and he has it. So he and he has stuff going back, you know, to tobacco era and before. He he has a, a great collection, and he's a really fun guy. He's very passionate about collecting, and uh, he's one of those guys. He goes to antique shows and flea markets, and he just finds stuff. You know what I mean? You know, some guys have a knack. He has that knack. Yeah. He's a really fun collector so I hopefully you guys enjoyed my interview with Mark Drew Saturday we will have Les wolf on guys we are going to be doing a um Les wolf appraisal so if you have any if you'd like to have Les do an appraisal we're gonna do a less uh, appraisal on uh, in two weeks so if you have anything you'd like to Les, to do appraisal in terms of giving an opinion on the worth of it and the validity of an autograph if you' have a question on a validity of an autograph send it in send it to us at TTMcast at yahoo.com. We're going to do uh, the show on the 11th. So maybe about the, if you get it to me by, I would say the ninth or 10th, you're, you're good. But if you have anything they'd like have Les do an appraisal for, please send it in. We love, we love talking to Les and having him do an appraisal, but he will, uh, we'll we'll talk to Les next week, uh, Saturday as well. Also, we have Brandon Versal. Brandon is the producer of the Cards Life. We're going to yeah. just talk to Brandon about what's been going on with the show. We're going to talk to him about um all the attention that the show is garnered from Matt being in the playoffs and uh talk about some of the things that they have planned and if you haven't watched or checked out check out the the card's life it's a really fun show uh you like the show right Joe, you're, you're a big fan i know you are absolutely yeah anytime
2: that a new one comes on i try to catch it on tv there whenever i can
1: yeah uh, you know what the best thing i can say about his show is it's professional professionally yeah. done the it's quality stuff the stories are fantastic um and i think the you know brandon and his wife do a lot of the production on the back end of it and and producing and then uh, matt has grown a lot as a as a host when he first came on you could tell he was really nervous about doing it and you can't fault the guy because that's not what he does but he's turned into a real a pretty good host
2: absolutely yeah i mean you compare that first episode there's definitely some uh stiffness there in his delivery of everything and yeah it's just gotten so much better and i yeah if, if you're not watching it you are really missing out so definitely check it out if you haven't yet
1: are, all right. Well, I think that wraps it up. Anything you want to add before I let well, you go, Drew?
2: No, just good to be back and uh, good to get stuff finally settled down around here. Hopefully in the next uh, week or two.
1: All right, guys. Enjoy, Matt. Matt, Drew. You don't. Know, you You want. You don't want. How many times I I called Dave, Drew, and Clemente, Drew? Okay, it was mm-hmm. millions of times. Yep. <laughs> Well, it's all right that you almost called me Matt right there because my parents almost named me Matt. So it's like,
2: all right, that works out. That's fine. yeah
1: I had Matt in the brain because we were Matt Strong. Yep. yep, yep. All right, buddy. Thank you very much, Drew. Enjoy your pizza. You have a great yep. rest of the week. We will talk to everyone on Saturday. We are returning on Saturday. Guys, many happy returns. We will see you on Saturday. Be good.